Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself, not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Welcome to the very first episode. Oh my goodness, I am so excited that you guys are tuning in and giving me a little bit of time in your busy day today. It means quite a lot to me. I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a while, um, and you know what? I just decided to, let's do this. Let's just dive on in. So here we are. Um, A little bit about me. So first and foremost, I am a mother to my sunshine baby. Uh, I was born and raised in Florida, and I moved around to a couple of different states with my husband who used to be in the military, and now we live back in our home state of Florida, and I just love it here. I grew up super active and dancing, but along the way, especially in college, I developed some very unhealthy relationships with my body and with food and my eating habits until one day I realized, wow, this is is not normal. And I cannot keep letting this impact my life like this. So I started learning about diet culture. And the more I learned, the more my eyes were open to how much it affects us in a negative way that we often aren't even aware of. So after graduating from college, I became a personal trainer in um, 2013. And I had the opportunity because my husband was in the military to travel around to different states. And, you know, I for those of you who are in the military or you are married to someone in the military or maybe your family growing up was military, I use the term opportunity instead of being forced to move in PCS all the time. But, you know, I, it was an opportunity to work in a variety of different settings um, from gyms and eventually developing an entire health and fitness program for SCAD, uh, which is in Savannah. So if you've ever heard of SCAD, and it was awesome. Like I loved all of it, but what I do now is definitely by far my favorite. So I work with moms to lose weight in a healthy way, to learn how to easily incorporate healthy habits into their life and share these habits with their kids. So now one of the things that I'm super passionate about is diet culture. I think it impacts us in ways we don't even realize. I mean, that was definitely true for me. And uh, it's a very broad topic. So you'll hear me talk about it pretty often, but I'm willing to bet there will be more than a few instances where you have a light bulb moment where you realize, oh my God, I have these thoughts or that is 100% me. Or especially those moments where you realize, oh, oh. This is not a healthy way to think about food or my body, or maybe it's a habit you have that you realize you never even really thought about it, but it is actually very unhealthy. And I'm not saying like unhealthy, like binge eating. I'm saying your thoughts and and the way you think and your relationships with food and your body. I know personally, I had a ton of light bulb moments. And the more I learn about diet culture, which I know quite a lot about it, but you know, you can always learn more. You can always dig deeper. 
it still opens my eyes to the way I think or the way that I used to think. Okay, so we are going to dive on into diet culture and discuss exactly what it is so you guys can see if maybe it does impact your life without you realizing it. But before we do, if you could just do me a favor, I would be very appreciative if you could just take a second and leave me a review. That would be so, so kind of you and I would absolutely love it. So if you could just take a quick second and leave a review, it helps us spread the podcast and get it out to more moms like you. So let's dive on into diet culture. First of all, diet culture is a very broad term, and there's a lot of different ways to define it, but it is essentially value being placed on a person based on their physical body size. More specifically, larger bodies are less valuable and smaller bodies are seen or labeled as more valuable, which of course we know is absolutely not true. Additionally, it's also the practice of unhealthy eating and or exercise habits, but claiming it in the name of health. So for instance, there are certain diets out there that claim that they are in the name of health. You know, if you eat this many calories or stick to just eating this food group, you're going to lose weight and you're going to be so healthy. But really, those diets turn out not to be healthy or good for you at all. So that's just one example, um, but it, it it is very wide-reaching, and it's a broad term that's used to cover a lot of different um, angles that can be taken on diet culture. So have you ever felt less than simply based on your body size or fantasized about how much better your life would be, how much happier you would be if you just saw a certain number on the scale? That right there is the impacts of diet culture. That is thinking that if you were in a smaller body, you would be happy. You would be more valuable. You would be more important. You would be noticed more. All of these things that diet culture and society at certain points in general can really fantasize and and, um, praise and think is wonderful. Diet culture is also assigning food labels such as good versus bad. Vegetables are good. Brownies are bad. Quinoa is good. Cheese is bad. Protein is good. Carbs are bad. All of those things like that. It's also the feelings of guilt that go hand in hand with eating those foods. So if you eat a brownie and then you feel immense feelings of guilt afterwards, or if you eat a kale salad and you are just praising yourself afterwards, those are signs of diet culture and diet culture impacting your life. Because you shouldn't have to feel guilty. We should not feel guilty for the foods that we eat and the foods that we enjoy. But we're told even terms like guilty pleasure or sinfully delicious contribute to that thinking of, oh, this is a bad food and I shouldn't be eating it. And if I do eat it, I should feel guilty for doing so. So some other ways that diet culture can impact us is obsessively counting calories. So say, you know, your friend texts you and says, hey, girl, you know what? I had a long day at work. I would love to go out for a glass of wine or to get a drink. Are you down? Let's go. And feeling like you have to say no, not because you don't want to see that friend or you don't want to go, but because you're thinking, oh my God, like 
I can't have wine. Like I can't get a drink because that's over my calorie limit or it's too many calories and and I just I don't want to drink it and I'll feel really stressed out if I'm there and I'm drinking wine and there's calories in it. I can't stop thinking about it. So feeling as if you have to impact your social life and the decisions that you make regarding your social life simply based on counting calories and food and your relationship with food. It's also feeling stressed and making decisions around food and eating. So that kind of goes hand in hand with what I just said about the social situations. But for example, if you're at work and somebody brings in cookies and all day you're thinking, oh my God, I want a cookie. Oh my God, I can't have the cookie. I want it, can't have it, want it, can't have it. And you're just going back and forth all day long and you're feeling extremely stressed. Or it's also punishing yourself by exercising after eating something you feel you shouldn't have. Now, this is an area where I definitely used to be impacted by diet culture. I felt as if if I ate something that was seen as bad or I should feel guilty for eating, then the next day or that day I had to do a longer workout, a harder workout. I had to push myself more. I had to be on the cardio machine for 45 minutes and all of that stuff. That is an area where it definitely impacted me and I allowed those feelings of guilt to roll over into a punishment for myself for eating certain foods that in my mind were bad or guilty. And then additionally, diet culture is talking negatively to yourself about your body or food. What we say in our minds about ourself and our bodies can be horrible sometimes. And unfortunately, I'm pretty sure that you've probably had a negative thought about yourself. And it's not like we need to think that we are the most fantastic thing on the planet. But there's a point when you're talking about your body to yourself and you just I hate myself. I hate how I look. My body is awful. I'm lazy. Why do I look like this? I hate this and that and everything. And I'm just, nobody loves me. I'm so unattractive. All of that stuff. Like we say the worst things to ourselves in our minds about our bodies. And it's also the way you think about food. So for me, I used to, whenever I would have something that I would label as bad, my thoughts were, now I have to do an extreme workout in order to make up for that. So on the reverse side of that, it's only feeling good about yourself when you're being quote unquote healthy. So praising yourself for eating that kale salad or making it to the gym three times this week. And you know what? If that is your goal, then you should be proud of yourself. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be proud of yourself. Like that's tough to maintain balanced nutrition and to make time to work out. It's tough because we do live busy, crazy lives. But if you're only feeling good about yourself when you're doing those things and you feel terrible about yourself when you don't do those things, that's where it really becomes an issue that we need to work on. Are you relating to any of these moments? Have you had any of these thoughts before? I know for me, the very first light bulb moment I had was my friend texted me and she asked me to go get a glass of wine with her. So kind of how I mentioned before and actually exactly how I mentioned before. And I was just so stressed about it. I was I was free. I was free that evening. I could have gone uh, and, and I wanted to go, but I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I can't go because I don't want to drink it because I don't want the calories. And I just all of a sudden was like, Like, I should not let calories be impacting me 
seeing my friend or hanging out with my friend versus not hanging out with her. A glass of wine and the calories in that glass of wine, they're okay. It's okay to have those things. So when I finally understood that and came to that realization, it really started to change a lot for me. That is where I really started to notice my relationship with food and with my body and exercise and really started to learn about what does health mean for me? What does healthy equal in my life? How can I make this part of my lifestyle and step away from the obsession that was increasing in my life? Now, I do want to say this because I do coach women on weight loss and people will question me like, oh, you're against diet culture, but fine with women changing their bodies. And yeah, because I believe this this crazy idea that women can love their bodies and still want to change them. I know. Crazy, right? Not really. It's okay to want to lose weight. It doesn't mean you hate yourself. Loving yourself means having the body that you want. The body you want, not the body everyone else thinks that you should have. The one that you want and not let anybody else impact your choice. Does that mean I think every woman should lose weight and obtain their to obtain their ideal body? No, hell no. If every woman was walking around at five foot six and 140 pounds, it would be a very boring world. Sometimes creating the body you want means losing weight, and sometimes it doesn't. But if it does, then that's where I help women and take a body positive approach to healthy weight loss. Now, mentioning weight loss, if that is something that you're thinking about, as a very special thank you for tuning into this episode and giving me time in your day, I put together a freebie for you. It's the five-day weight loss jumpstart for busy moms. These are some of the top tactics I coach moms on, and you can grab it for free at unstoppablemomsfitness.com slash five day. And it's the number five, not the word F-I-V-E. So number five day. This jumpstart is for busy moms for a reason. I know y'all don't have time to sit there trying to calculate your macros and calories and other BS. You don't have time to be in the gym for two hours. These tactics take very little time, and once you make them a habit, they become so easy to continue in your life. So it's split up over five days so you can incorporate these tactics at your own pace. But let me just spoil the surprise and tell you there is an awesome freebie that comes with day five. It's a full ebook with worksheets so you can track your progress, stay motivated, all kinds of good stuff. So be sure not to miss that final day. So again, you can go to unstoppablemomsfitness.com slash five day, the number five, and grab yours there. Okay, before we sign off with this episode, can you do me a favor? If you've enjoyed this very first episode of the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast, take a screenshot and post it on IG and tag me. I'd love to connect with you mamas and help more moms find this podcast and community. Oh, and speaking of community, if you haven't already, join our Facebook group community. It is at facebook.com slash groups slash Unstoppable Moms Fitness. All right, ladies, thank you so much for letting me be part of your day. I hope you have a fantastic one. I will see you next time.